there. You are listening to the Girl Talk podcast brought to you by our friends at Fox Toyota of East Tennessee. My name is Carol. And I'm Kelly. I'm Trisha. How do you make a good decision? Hmm. Let's talk about it today. What do you say? When you're making a decision, a big decision, do you always write it down? Oh, my goodness. I want a white, I have a whiteboard in my office, uh-huh. but I would like to have like 14 because I want to have the decision on this. I want to have one decision here, but then I'm going to change my mind. So I want a different decision here so, and I want that out. And then I want a different decision over here on the other wow. wall. I feel need, the need to say this. Mm-hmm. Kelly has the largest sticky notes known to man. They're like life size. Mm-hmm. They're great. I don't even know where I'd never seen those before you and she sticks them on her walls and Mm -hmm. it's so much fun to go in there and color on them Mm -hmm. but just don't move them don't move them because that's your decision she's got something going on with them right how about you got something going on how about you Trisha do you always write out a decision a process no no I'm trying to get better at it all right we're we're kind of um continuum folks here like if she goes through and does a lot of stuff I often do not do that I need to do that more do you have it in your head you just don't put it on paper or, or I mean, you, if we're talking about a big decision, yeah, I might kind of weigh that for a while. I might write something down, but typically not. Okay. But I want to change that. Yeah. So I think um, sometimes when I'm making a big decision, I don't always write it down on paper. Um, but sometimes I do need to get it out of my head and I can deal with things on paper easier than I can in my head because yeah. my head is... Oh, yeah. It's crowded, crowded in there. In there. I know, I, and I, I it's not you. because there's brains, okay? There's, there's a, a lot, lot of rocks. On. <laughs> there's a lot of rocks. So let's start from Thank the beginning. You. Let's rewind a little bit. What okay. do you consider when making a decision? Do you have like a framework for that? Because here's the thing. I think if you don't have a framework, you tend to probably be an emotional decider. Yeah. You tend to make decisions based on emotion. Because here's what happens. If my daughter says, Mom, can we go do, and it's Friday afternoon, and we, I've worked all week, and we've had ball games and practices and da di da di da dance lessons, I'm like, ain't no way. I'm going to be in my pajamas by 5.30 today, possibly asleep on the couch at 6. You know, So yes. if I am charged with making that decision in the moment, uh-huh. I emotionally react because I'm tired. So I think, or at least for me, if I don't have a framework in place... When somebody asks me something, whether it's a big decision decision or something trivial, if I don't have a framework in place, then I'm more likely to use my emotions to decide. Is that true, false for you guys? What? True. You, you mean, think about my, everything. Well, no, see, the first you're thing analysis you, person, yeah, aren't you? Yeah. yeah, but I'm also an external processor. Yeah. Okay. okay. And what that's part that of So I got to talk about it. I got to yeah, talk okay. about it with 14,000 oh, I love okay. that about you. That and I want to cool. just talk and talk and talk. And I want somebody else to make the decision <laughs> for me. <laughs> that's part of why I write it down. Because not all things should be talked about out loud. <laughs> because oftentimes people look at you and go, yeah, you just, the crazy just came yeah, out. Yeah. That's supposed to stay in Have there, you listened Kelly? to my show? Because the crazy comes out all the time, right? Yes, good. That's yeah. why. You have a microphone. (laughs) (laughs) People like crazy. Yeah, they do. But I think, I mean, that external processing is, is, is just, I mean, it works for me. I think Anytime y'all want to externally process something, you just Well, I think one of the things I I really value about you is that when there's a decision to be made, I can come to you and start talking about it. And you ask really good questions. Mm -hmm. And you help me think through that part of it. Uh And I think that's what's valuable to me is sometimes I need to say it out loud. Uh-huh. Because there again, it's in my head and I just don't, mm-hmm. I, you know, I just, I argue with myself in my head. And um, 
Yeah, that just sounds weird. But anyway, uh, but if I say it out loud and somebody, somebody, I was arguing just then. You talk right. back. Did you, you, did you hear it? Yourself? Oh, yes. Yeah. So you had a whole conversation in I your did. head. I yeah. did. Just then. You saw <laughs> party. it. Okay. So if I talk with you about it and you have somebody who can process that with you, especially if they yeah. like to process things, they can ask you hard questions. I got another girl in my life who will ask me hard questions about, about things like that. And I like, I actually like hard questions. Um, and I was having this conversation with my daughter, and she was telling me about something, and she was like, I didn't know whether to tell you or not. It's like, you should always tell me, but know that I'm going to ask you hard questions because I want you to think through the process. Mm. And mm-hmm. I think that's something I don't often do with with myself, is I, I sometimes tend to be an emotional decider, and I don't think through. So I really appreciate and value that about you. So I think for me, one of the things that I, I if it's a big decision, not like what I'm going to have for lunch, but, you know, I, I will process with somebody. That's a, a big thing for me, getting it out of my head and into a conversation somehow. Mm-hmm. That's like therapy. I mean, you know, that's what a yes, good therapist does. thank you does. very much. Says, <laughs> I hear you saying this. I'm like, oh, yeah, I did just say that, right? I mean, I've been so on both ends of that. So you just told the world that I need more therapy. No, I'm saying we all do. I, I've been on both ends of that, too, the giving and the receiving of those questions. Well, like, here's what I hear you saying. But we you're need good at that. that, too. You're well, good at that, too. not for myself. I'm real oh, good yeah. for other people, but I'm not so good for myself. I'm very emotionally driven, and yeah. that is something I'm trying to pull back from I want to be more um analytical with regard to things like that but I actually I've been trying this is true this is true I'm not trying to be extra spiritual but this is true the other day I made the decision that all day long I was going to pray just so I could get into the habit of praying before acting Hmm. said I am going to pray before every decision literally that was what I, I and I know that sounds silly no. But I wanted to try to just start to learn that skill. You know, the first mm. time you, you ever throw a baseball, you have to learn the skill. So I'm like trying to learn how to pray before big decisions. Because so many times I'll make a decision. It feels so good in the moment. And then literally 20 minutes later, I'm like, oh, no, I don't think I didn't think through. Uh, uh, uh. And then I've, I've, I've done something that takes a lot more effort to get out of mm. had I not just stopped. So I've been working on trying to pray before every decision, like silly things like, well, should I text that person now, God, or, le- or later? And I didn't like hear the Lord's voice saying, text now. them in five minutes. <laughs> no, I didn't. I would have loved that. But mm-hmm. I just sort of kind of felt like I stopped. I kind of let God lead me in some regard. And I just, I did that, but it only lasted till about one o'clock in the afternoon that I forgot completely. And I hadn't thought about it since we're talking about it now, but I, I want to do that. I think that, I mean, I don't think that's silly at all. I think that's inviting God into every part of your day. Yeah. Right. Because yeah. there are no so big good. or littles for him. It's right. just for us that we consider things big or little. Right. Right. That's so true. But I think that's really good. Well, like I say, I, I forgot about it. I okay. tried it till All one right. o'clock that one but day. But can we celebrate that you did it till one o'clock? Right. That's nice, Carol. Thank you. Well, yes, you're we welcome. Because <laughs> I, mean, I was already berating myself for not yeah. doing it anymore. No, you're I, right. I mean, you're right. Yeah, I did more than I did. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so I, I just think that making decisions sometimes. I think we're on decision overload probably oh, right yes, now after yes. the last two years we've been through. Sure. Or 200 right. years, whichever it is. I'm not oh, sure yeah. at this point. Yeah, no doubt. But you have to make so many decisions so during the course many. of the day. And um, I do think you're right that there are no little decisions. I, I'm, I'm thinking about like um, 
I know we've talked had a lot of conversations about um, exercise. Uh-huh. Think about training for a, a 5K. Mm-hmm. Um, there was an app that I used, and it didn't start you running a 5K on the first day. The first day, all you did was run for 30 seconds and walk for a minute. And you did that off and on mm-hmm. for a period of time. And then the next day, you may have done the same thing. And then the next week, you may have run for one minute and then mm-hmm. walked for a minute. You know, it was gradual. And I think what we tend to do, especially with in our spiritual lives, is to think that we're going to be perfect at it the first time we try. Mm-hmm. And I love that you use the word training because I think it is a discipline and it is kind of retraining our brains. And I think a lot of that has to do with the social media culture we live in is that we do something and we put it out there and then it's gone forever. And it's like we it never happened if you didn't pay, take a picture of your dinner last night. It never happened. <laughs> right. The calories still count. I found that out, but it never <laughs> happened. Right. So yeah. I think that we, we get in that mindset of, you know, if we don't do it perfectly the first time, then we're a failure. And I think spiritually that is that is maybe a tool of the enemy because when we don't do it perfectly the first time, we completely give up mm-hmm. and we don't do it at all. Now, if I had quit the first week because I didn't I wasn't running a 5K, I would have never made it to the finish line of an actual 5K. Right. So I think we have to look at our. You know, even the Bible draws that parallel. I think it's in Philippians about running the race and, and mm-hmm. training. And, and, and we, we need to transfer that over to spiritual things and give ourselves grace to not be perfect the first time. Mm-hmm. If you try to memorize a verse and you miss a word, don't quit memorizing scripture. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. and I think one of the things that you're saying is that those little decisions lead mm, to bigger yeah, decisions right. and they build upon each other and you yeah. start small and you get big. Right. I th- and I, I hear that and I think that's great. The flip side can also be the case, though, that we've got to be really careful what those little decisions are that we make right. because they can also take us sideways very quickly. There's that song that we learned when we were kids. Oh, be careful, careful little eyes Do you know, what you see. I, I experienced this in real life yeah. the other day. There's this drugstore that I go to in our town all the stinking time. Like I've been going there for years. When I, you remember this? No, when it I made first, me laugh, you saying that. When I first drove it, I mean, this has been months ago. There was this little pothole in the parking lot. It was really little. I mean, you hardly even felt it when you drove over it. And the other day I went to the, the same drugstore. And over time, that pothole has become enormous, like oh, jaw-jarring. Ooh. If you drive through mm. it, you could damage your car. Mm. Ooh. So over time, just those little decisions, mm. yeah. I liken that to that pothole. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Today, yeah. that little decision that you make or that little compromise that you make That's right. yeah. could not mean yeah. so much today. Mm-hmm. But if you continue to compromise and compromise and compromise, suddenly you've got this huge pothole that you don't know how to get out of. And that's the danger in those small decisions because I don't think anybody who has an addiction ever thought they would wound up addicted. Mm -mm. They they didn't think the first time, you know, oh, I'm going to turn into an addict. I'm going to turn into an alcoholic. I'm going to turn into a shopaholic. I'm going to turn into you know whatever. Um, But the 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 danger, you know, that you you warned about is that those small compromises over time can become big things that we don't know how to get out of. Mm-hmm. And I think that is the reason if you tend to be, my personality is that way. I'm either all in or not in at all. 
And if you have that kind of personality, then it's even more important for you to have a framework for making decisions in place because if you don't, those small compromises mm-hmm. will get you into big hole. I can only say that because I've been there. Mm-hmm. I've been at the bottom of that deep hole. Absolutely. And I've not known my way out. And Jesus brought me out and set my feet on a solid ground again. But there were consequences for those small compromises over time. Mm-hmm. And there will always be. And but if you don't have a framework, if you don't have a process, then that's where that can get you. I was going to say also, even things that don't look like compromises, it may be how you're going to spend your time. It may be, yeah. am I going to... Um, volunteer for that thing? Mm. Am I going to join that group? Am I these things that don't necessarily feel like a major, um, uh, uh, um, like you're heading towards a damaging pothole can steal your time away. Oh, yeah. And your focus away. And God's really been working with me on that. My yeah. balance has gotten all out of whack. And it's because I've made too many decisions that have pulled my time away from the things that really matter. Mm-hmm. Remember the book, The Best Yes? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a really good book. And learning about how every yes has a repercussion. Yeah, yeah. And even the good ones have um, repercussion. Mm-hmm. You're waving your cell phone. I, I'm waving my cell phone only because um, if, you want, if you say, I don't have time to, uh-huh. and that would be something in your spiritual life. I don't have time to read the Bible. I don't have time to um, memorize scripture. I don't have time to pray. All those things. Go to your phone and go to the screen time app. <laughs> because oh, <laughs> I did this recently yes. and the Lord took me right there. And he didn't say, Carol, go to the screen time app. But uh, I am ashamed to say how much yeah. time I was spending looking at my phone every day. Sure. Ashamed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. And God just kind of whispered in my heart, if you're spending that much time and you say you don't have time, there's a... Something's, wrong. something's out of balance. Something's so that's why I was nodding when you said yeah. I, I'm all out of balance because I've felt yeah. that recently too. And so I've been very convicted and made put some safeguards in place because in my own strength, I'm not strong enough to say no a lot of times because I want to know what's going on. I want to know who's doing what. I want to know, you know, because then I can compare myself to them and think what a worm I am because I'm not doing that. Right. right? Falling into bad just, thought process. Exactly. Yeah, well, you know, one of the things you said too is how do we make good decisions? Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk the framework. Yeah. So I think part of that is we've got to go to scripture. Yeah. Yes. And there's a great book of the Bible called Proverbs, <laughs> which has everything you need to know for all the things, yeah. every little, and it's little, you know, bite-sized pieces. And so I, I wrote down two. Can I share two with you girls? Absolutely. Yes, please, please share I love two. Them. Okay. So, and I wrote them down and I like to say the things I write down. So Proverbs twelve fifteen says the way of the fool is right in his own mind, Ooh. but he who heeds counsel is wise. So externally process go and talk to those people and do you know i'm just sitting here thinking about this if i'm not willing to talk about it it's probably a bad decision thank you yes Yes. if you're doing it on the quiet and i did dl i didn't think about that until you read Uh that verse and i was like "Mm, that's so true if i don't talk about it it's usually not a good decision. well and who wants to be a fool nobody I, I mean, I don't like, like the idea of being cool. <laughs> That's no good. Okay, so the other one I wrote down is uh, Proverbs thirteen sixteen: A wise man thinks ahead. A fool doesn't. Mm-hmm. I think that's one of the things mm-hmm. Trisha was saying earlier is stop yeah. and think. Stop. Well, Instead of just making that emotional decision. Well, you yeah, know, we tell our think. kids, you know, if you decide in the moment, you're probably going to make a wrong choice. Mm-hmm. But if you decide beforehand, I mean, I've told my kid that a million times about a, a dozen different things. 
but how often do I do that? You know, I mean, the truth <laughs> of the matter is, sorry, kid. Um, another yet another thing that I've messed up on, but but that that's so true for me because I get in all in my emotions, and my emotions drive my decisions instead of truth driving my decisions. Mm-hmm. So, I think is. Uh, you know, and and people, I, I know what people are going to say. Well, there's not a decision. There's not a there's not a verse about the decision that I'm making. I don't think either one of those verses have to do with a specific decision, but they're saying seek out wise counsel. Mm-hmm. Wise about the process. And and here's the thing I want to say too: do not count wise counsel as somebody who's going to tell you what you want to hear. Truth. Say that again. <laughs> do not seek counsel from somebody who's going to tell you what you want to hear. Now, they may agree with you from time to time on a decision that you're making. But if you always go to somebody who's going to tell you what what you want to hear, that's not wisdom. Okay? And once again, that goes back to affirmation. You just want somebody to put their stamp of approval on what you're getting ready to do wrong. And if you want somebody to always agree with what you're going to do, that's probably another red flag that you're not really considering the the consequences of your action and that it's not a good decision. Mm -hmm. It's at least for me. Right. And a good Absolutely. reminder to those of us, too, who like to help other people make decisions to not be the person who just is a yes woman. Yeah. You know, really, truly seek the Lord's will together. Yeah. Here's another. I'm trying to think, how do you find those people, though? I'm sitting here going, I, I like that idea. I'm not sure how, how, how you go about finding those people in your life. Good, good, good question. Yeah, I, I think um, the people in my life that have come my way that I can process with and seek wisdom from have come through prayer because I've asked God specifically, would you send me someone? Okay. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. I tend to be so emotionally driven. I need somebody who's a truth teller. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I right. wear out several of them a year. <laughs> you know, you do and uh, so I have to have several different ones. But I, but I think that's it starts with prayer. Lord, would you send somebody who can Give me godly counsel. I think also if you're a part of a of a, a Bible believing church, um, that that prayer would be answered in some. Now, I'm not going to say it's not going to be an awkward and uncomfortable situation mm-hmm. because it will be the first time, um, and maybe every time after that. <laughs> I'm just thinking about my own self because a lot of times I go into these conversations with what I really want them to say. And I really try to paint whatever decision it is in a good light. So Thank that they'll, you. So right. they'll side with me. Right. But yeah, that's you want somebody who's going to tell you the truth and uh, tell you the truth and do so in a way that builds you up instead of tears you down and makes you feel, you know, like a worm. Um, so I think it's at least for my experience, it started with prayer. I think it started with vulnerability as well. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, I don't think you can share a big decision with somebody and expect wisdom if they haven't also shared with you. You know, there's got to be that give and take, that mm-hmm. vulnerability with mm-hmm. each other. I think that's important. Anything mm-hmm. else you would yeah, add? Yeah, I mean, that? I think I would look around, too, at the people in your life who uh, you know are spending daily time with God, mm-hmm. um, that you know have a strong faith that um, will will point you to him and not just point you to their own opinions Mm -hmm. yeah their own agenda or their own i want to feel good by giving you good advice yeah Uh because everybody loves to give advice to somebody else but you got to find those people who you know are um walking with god Mm -hmm. okay that makes sense looking around at the people in your church who yeah you know are the wise mature believers in christ yeah yeah so seek scripture Mm -hmm. seek out counsel anything else that we'd add to the list um, wait. Ooh, man. Wait. 
and yeah. pray. That's a hard one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, and part of that, I think the two things can go together, waiting and praying, because if I'm going to pray about something, I'm, I'm not going to act right away. I'm going yeah. to wait and pray. And uh, so I need I need both of those for sure. I don't know who said it, but I've heard I heard a pastor a long time ago say, if you don't hear God saying move, stay where you are until, you know, he says to move. Mm -hmm. And and I've never heard God audibly, but I in my heart have felt this is something I do. This is and I've also Mm -hmm. felt that same that thing like I hear nothing. And so Mm -hmm. stay right where you are. And I think Mm -hmm. that's. That's godly counsel until you feel him, you know, leading you in one way or the other. Until he opens the next door, praise him in the hallway. <laughs> that's right. Thing. right. Yeah. By the way, that's absolutely good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff, right? Yeah. And wait for that feeling of peace. Like yeah. we talked about in our last podcast, mm-hmm. the peace that passes all understanding. Uh, uh, good gracious. <laughs> peace that passes all understanding. Right. Yeah. yeah. To just feel that peace and you'll wait know that, that you've made the right decision and that God's in it. Yeah. That's so good. true. Mm-hmm. So. Study God's word. Yep. Seek out counsel. Mm-hmm. Wait and pray. Wait, pray. Anything else we would add to the mix? Um, I don't know. You got something you want us to say in particular? That's just <laughs> stuff. I'm, I'm like, yeah, right. <laughs> Jesus. No, Jesus and Jesus. You, you know, you said the five whys, which I thought was pretty powerful. Like, ask yeah. yourself why, 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 why yeah, do you want I, this? I just let me. Th- that comes with a warning, because I used it in my professional life years ago. I heard that. And but then when I brought it over to my spiritual life, like it, like unless you're ready to do some hard work, deep, uh, yeah, like it gets hard real quick. Like on the third why, you're like, oh my goodness, can we not go here? Right. And 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 those at those times, that's probably when you need to verbally process with somebody too, who who loves you and will help you kind of kind of walk you through that because it uncovered some nastiness in me a lot of times when I do it. It's you need it's because support when yeah, you do that. And it's because mm-hmm. I'm 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 doing something out of um a need that I have, not out of the overflow of my relationship with God. Yeah. Is usually where it leads. Because I'm a people pleaser. Or I, I'm a recovering people pleaser. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to be a recovering people pleaser. But it's a daily struggle. Yeah. And so I think those those times are or those whys are really get down. And I think I think that we just make decisions rapid fire because we're asked to and we don't always give thought to them. We're like, oh, that doesn't really matter. It, but, but the truth of the matter is that we all operate with some, you know, I, th- I look, liken it to a computer. We have some kind of operating system. And a lot of us have a lot of wacko beliefs in there mm-hmm. that we're not valued unless we're busy, that we're not a good mom unless we do all the activities, that we're not a you know good Christian unless we do all the women's, you know, all those things, that operating system that kind of runs in the background uh-huh. that we never really say out loud, but we operate from that place mm-hmm. of... Untruth. Ne- yeah, untruth and needing to fulfill something in us that, mm-hmm. that hasn't been met. Not because Jesus hadn't met it because we haven't allowed him to. Mm-hmm. Let me just say that. So um, I think a lot of those operating systems that run in the background, those whys get at those operating systems and says, this is, yeah, but why? Yeah, but why? Yeah, but why? And, and it's hard work, but I, I would definitely just try it one time. You may hate me after that, but, <laughs> <laughs> but it, if it if it draws you closer to the heart yeah. of Christ and helps you engage more with why you're making the decisions that you're making. And, but here's one more thing I want us to do before we get gone, because have you ever known somebody who's just made a lifetime of bad decisions? Sure. Like I can think of like a handful of people that I've known and it's like, oh, my word, if you could just get out of your own way, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. 
and nobody can say that to them just because they don't have like really close relationships with anybody, but they continue to make bad decisions. I think that's one of the reasons why. And I've been in that place, man. Whoo wee! Mm-hmm. I had a time in my life where I didn't think I was capable of making a good decision. And it's because of some of those operating systems running mm-hmm. in the background and those whys that we need to answer. So um, this has been good for me. Good. Yeah. Likewise. Yeah. Yeah. Appreciate you. you. Anytime Thank you want a whiteboard, yeah. just come That's on the right. Whiteboard <laughs> or huge sticky notes. Kelly Brandon is your girl. I'm we love you <laughs> so much. And we would love to see a sticky note or an email, whatever you want to do, a Facebook post. Just get in touch with us however you can. You can email us at girltalk at thelightfm.org. We'd love to hear from you. Want to say thank you to our sponsor, Fox Toyota of East Tennessee. We appreciate you folks so much for standing behind the Girl Talk podcast. We love you. And uh, we'll see you next time we gather around these microphones for the next Girl Talk podcast.